This is the Real Digital Transformation podcast series, empowering technology and business professionals to succeed with digital transformation. Now, here's your host, best-selling author and series editor of the Pearson Digital Enterprise series, Thomas Earle. Any type of new initiative or integration or adoption effort will introduce new challenges and risks. With digital transformation, there are some specific pitfalls that we need to look out for that are unique to this type of initiative and that can undermine the success of the initiative if they're not planned for. Today, let's now take a look at the top five pitfalls of digital transformation. We'll begin with the number one problem facing digital transformation efforts. Because of the reliance on quality data intelligence, digital transformation solutions are fully dependent on the quality of the data being used to produce the data intelligence. Data science teams that determine what data to use as input, what data internally is relevant for a given type of processing requirement, and what type of external data should be acquired to also fulfill certain types of data analysis requirements. Those team members need to assess those considerations very carefully when determining what goes in in order to produce the best output. There are common concerns when it comes to incorporating data science systems for this purpose. The quality of the data itself needs to be understood and evaluated. We may be acquiring data from an external source, and we may realize at a later point that that data was not accurate, or it was incomplete, or it had other types of flaws that led it to being poor input data for our data science processing purposes. We may have internal data that we filtered or produced ourselves, but perhaps the manner in which it is assembled or the manner in which it was defined and stored in our repositories is not correct or relevant to how we actually need to use it as input data. Also, there is the issue of data bias. Data bias is when the data we work with may still be quality data, but may have certain biases in terms of the tendency of the data to prefer some aspects over others or weight certain considerations or characteristics over others. And these biases may go undetected by our data science team and may not be actually identified until much later down the road after the data intelligence produced from this input has been used for all kinds of analysis and decision-making purposes. So it all comes down to the quality of our data science team themselves, their skill sets, the processes we have in place to support them, and the governance that we have in place to oversee the evolution of our systems and our teams, and the resources that we can supply those teams to ensure that there is quality assurance in place and that the data we work with is of the utmost possible quality, is free of bias or has minimized bias as much as possible 
so that it can be classified as quality input data that produces quality data intelligence. The next common pitfall has to do with security. In digital transformation initiatives, over time, as the transformation occurs, there is a common tendency to put more and more of the information we may have been storing internally online. That can include paper-based documents that have been digitized and are now made available online. It can also introduce data that has been exported from internal legacy repositories and to also have that data made available online. The more information we make available online, the greater the volume of data we have that may be subject to security threats. Cybersecurity attacks that are occurring these days have become highly sophisticated. They incorporate data science itself to use machine learning and AI features that give attackers the ability to better assess, analyze, and penetrate organizations' boundaries in order to breach those boundaries and cause damage or steal information. Putting more data online for the purpose of evolving and growing our business is something advocated by digital transformation, but part of the digital transformation initiative itself needs to include planning steps to ensure that additional cybersecurity measures are taken to ensure that all of the additional information placed online is protected as much as possible. So additional preventative steps need to be taken to prepare our new environments for any potential new types of cyber attacks they may be subjected to or new types of vulnerabilities that may arise as a result of the new information being placed online. The next pitfall we'll discuss is a big one. Resistance to digital culture can occur when an organization itself hasn't fully communicated its plans regarding digital transformation to those who will be impacted by the transformation. This can lead to anxiety and concerns and objections and resistance among different types of managers and employees once they discover that how they've been working so far will change. For example, in a digital transformation, we often need to alter the organizational structure of different departments in order to move from a product-centric operating model to a customer-centric operating model. This sometimes requires groups that have previously worked autonomously to now begin working together. It may require managers who previously had independent authority over certain groups or over different departments to now give up some of that authority in order to work together with others on a collaborative effort to produce customer-centric automation solutions and to consolidate certain types of customer-facing features and functions so that they now carry out more cross-marketing efforts to promote multiple products, multiple services, but for mostly to produce more convenience, efficiency, and satisfaction from a customer experience perspective. 
Those types of requirements will change how managers manage how employees work and how teams may need to be structured and how they may need to collaborate with each other. Another common concern is the increased automation introduced by digital transformation initiatives. These can lead to important opportunities to automate tasks that humans have been performing manually. And as a result, the automation will supplant those humans because their contributions will not be required any further. It is important for leadership to have a plan in place to reallocate and retrain those human workers so that they can continue contributing to the organization in ways that are more meaningful than the menial tasks they may have been performing previously. All of that needs to be communicated in advance to avoid widespread concern about job loss and other types of anxieties. Strong leadership is the key and strong communication is essential to avoiding this big pitfall. The technologies that are associated with digital transformation initiatives are very powerful. It is important that organizations carefully choose the right combination of technologies that best fulfill, optimize, and enhance their business automation, but also ensure that they choose the right level of automation to add. Over time, automation can be increased as existing automation is enhanced, but over-automating certain processes initially can lead to all kinds of problems when that level of automation is too ambitious and impacts business processes and workflows too heavily, especially when it impacts them to an extent that new types of failure conditions or exceptions are raised for which no planning was in place to accommodate. Often, new automation needs to be phased in so that each enhancement we make in terms of automation can be properly assessed, not just when it's QA'd during the initial development stages, but also when it's in production and we can see it in action and fully understand how this new level of automation has changed how we've been doing things before. We can then add another layer of automation on top of that as we progress over time. To some, over-automation may sound trivial, but in fact, doing so can be very, very painful because if you proceed with a level of automation that is beyond what you should have, it is very difficult, effort-intensive, and costly to repair that and reduce that level of automation to where it should be. It can require re-engineering business processes, removing features that customers may have already been exposed to, and changing workflows to a less functional level, and all of that can be avoided by planning for automation and phasing it in in a planned manner. Finally, a significant pitfall with digital transformation initiatives relates to IT governance. Many types of projects require governance in order to ensure that whatever is being built or delivered is evolved correctly. There are regulations, 
processes and precepts we put in place, as well as roles we assign to those on a governance team, often with authority, in order to oversee and help us work with what we're building or delivering over time so that it continues to provide business value and fulfill expectations and requirements. However, digital transformations are not really projects. They are strategic initiatives, and therefore, the scale of a digital transformation is often significantly larger than the scale of any type of IT project we may have carried out previously. As a result, the governance, responsibilities, and requirements that come with the digital transformation initiative are correspondingly greater in scope. When planning a digital transformation properly, we will get a good idea of the scope of what we are about to embark on, and that is the opportunity we have to establish a governance framework and a governance team that is up to the task. However, the pitfall is that that step is often overlooked. Planning sometimes references or incorporates governance, but not always to the extent that is actually required. As a result, what is then transformed in terms of business processes, operations, technologies, organizational culture, and moving from product-centric to customer-centric priorities, all of those different aspects of a typical digital transformation initiative will not be fully addressed if they were not factored in initially into the governance plan. It's important sometimes for organizations to even realize that the timing of their digital transformation should be scheduled so that a governance team, its framework, and the tools and resources they will require to carry out their responsibilities can all be put in place and can be supported and funded properly in order to see the effort through because the governance team will need to be involved from the planning stages, through the life cycle, and through the evolutionary lifetime of the transformation efforts. Thank you for listening. Follow Thomas on LinkedIn and connect to the Pearson Digital Enterprise Series via social media at www.architura.com community.